0: Hey folks, welcome to the AI Chicks where we're providing you cool conversations about AI for all. With each episode bringing you a different topic on how AI impacts your daily life. I'm your host, Asia Corpus-Wen, always coming in hot with the fun times and great energy. Speaking of energy, I have my lovely
1: co-host here. Hi, guys. I'm Lana Howe, and I'm bringing the curls, the charisma, and that entrepreneurial spirit to the table. Yes, you do. Today, we're talking about my favorite topic, Which AI is? and digital content. I really feel like this is something that impacts
0: everyone, yes. even though you may not think about it that way just right off the bat. Digital content and AI is really impacting everyone on a daily basis. So, really excited to get into this.
1: As always, I will give my take, Aisha will give hers, and we'll go to our good friend, AI. So for this one, we're going with the good old ChatGPT. Oh, ChatGPT. Let's see if Chat is chatting. All right. According to ChatGPT, AI has a substantial impact on digital content across various domains. In content creation, AI tools are used for automated writing, image generation, and video editing. Content recommendation systems powered by AI analyze user preferences to provide personalized suggestions. I AI also aids in content moderation by identifying and filtering inappropriate or harmful material. Furthermore, in digital marketing, AI enhances targeting and personalization, optimizing campaigns for better engagement. Overall, AI's role in digital content spans creation, curation, recommendation, moderation, and marketing contributing to more efficient and personalized digital experiences.
0: So this is a very interesting topic, Lana. I want to take it a step back and just really think about everyone's digital footprint. In a digital age that we're in, everyone has a presence online. And that encompasses everything from text, video, to photos, to posting, blogging. All of that is part of our digital footprint and all of that is digital content. Within that, there's all these other aspects to it, like SEOs, algorithms, (laughs) hashtags, keywords, all of these things that we're not naturally educated on. It's all the things that you're just learning by happenstance. And so just because you're posting content or information and sharing things digitally through a website, a social media platform, doesn't mean that you understand all of the other ancillary things that come with that. The cool thing about AI in this space and what the AI tools will be able to do is even the playing field a bit, at least on that basic level. The fact that an everyday person can basically put their content into a AI tool and then it generates all of the keywords, all of the hashtags. It can also take content you have and put it into memes, yeah. put it into polished photos. All of that makes it more beneficial for our everyday average you know, digital content that people are posting and sharing. Just from a entry-level standpoint, this is something that is helpful and beneficial, but we're, again, at the primitive stage of the AI revolution and very interested in seeing what our guest has to say about this today. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to hear what our guest has to say about it. Okay, so Lana...
1: Since you're super uber, uber passionate about this topic, what do you want to share with our listeners about Okay, this? well, I got excited about AI because of digital content. I run a business. I work with a bunch of business owners. There's only so many hours in the day. You can't be like running your business and doing all this marketing. I mean, who's going to want at the end of a workday to sit down and write five articles 12 posts. Yeah. Like nobody has time. Edit your photos. Edit your photos. (laughs) I mean, it's a lot of extra work and you're already doing your job and then you're coming home to then do your job, which is your marketing (laughs) digital footprint, right? Time, money, energy. You got to hire people like, you know, how to edit video. It's a lot. AI has really helped the digital content creation to your point. If you're a hairstylist or if you have an auto body shop or if you have a restaurant or if you are an attorney, you need to put out content to bring Customers or clients to you, Correct. and the only way to do that is by doing what Gary Vee always says, which is day, day trading attention, attention, right? <laughs> which means you have to put yourself out there. But a lot of people don't. Want to put themselves out there, or not even that they don't want to, they just don't know how to. They're mm-hmm. like, Well, I'm not a video editor and I'm not a graphic designer. With AI, it's really great because you can go to chat or Bard and get copy. Then you could go to Pictory and have that copy turned into a video, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you can go to another place and have that long video turned into 20 clips. clips. But what I'm actually seeing in the space is that there's a lot of platforms that do a lot of these little things. Like you got to go over here to do this one thing. Then Mm -hmm. you got to take that and go over here to do a marketing strategy. I got to use like six platforms. Okay. Which is fine. It's still better than no platforms. But what I'm curious is to see, is there going to be more all-in-one solutions where you can go to one-stop shop and be like, I can create the copy, create the image, create the video and post yeah, all in one solution. Or if social media apps... Like Instagram, Facebook, X, you know, are going to start incorporating these creation tools in their distribution platform. So you go to Instagram, you want to do a caption. Here's the magic caption writer. But I think that what is really important, it's just about making your life easier. I don't believe there's not going to be the need for marketers. But marketers Uh, using AI tools. Exactly. The marketers will use AI tools. But for people who are just starting out building their personal brands, I think this is a great resource. And I'm super excited to hear what our guest has to say. On that note, I'm excited to introduce our
0: guest today for our AI and digital content episode. It is Greg Masterman from castmagic.io, a expert and a consultant in the podcast space. So this is very meta. Yes, um, we uh, cannot <laughs> have, wait to hear what he has yeah, to say. I have, have a podcast expert in the AI space on our podcast. He's also very well known being a people connector and a brand builder. So we're going to touch on all of that as we discuss AI and digital content.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
0: Greg, welcome to the AI Chicks. It's so great to actually meet you in person. Introduce the listeners to yourself, your background, and how you have got here.
2: I started my career in media sales, moved into partnerships. I sold podcast ads, then I ran podcast listening platforms. I'm huge on LinkedIn, so every Monday I post three podcasts I think people should listen to. And now I'm working for Cast Magic and consult with podcasters, help podcasters, and just keep elevating the community.
1: Can you tell people a little bit about what Cast Magic is?
2: Cast Magic is an AI tool that started off as podcasting. Blaine Ramon and the founders, the head of podcasts, they're running their VC-backed companies. Like, we don't have the time to do a company, the podcast, and then everything you have to do. So with the explosion of AI, they built a tool that allows you to take a podcast and now actually any audio and video recording, transcribe it, And get all the assets that you would need. So from a podcast for you guys, it's like your show notes, your title, your blog, your social promotion and everything else in like three to five minutes. So it literally allows you to focus on your business and then have this create all the content that you would need to run your business. Oh
1: my God, this is why I love AI. Yeah,
0: and fun fact,
2: we use Cast Magic. So. Yeah, so
0: fun fact <laughs> to get into podcasts specifically. How do you feel as the AI tools that are around Cast Magic, even others, are impacting and influencing the podcast space? Oh
2: my god, it's amazing.
0: What have you what have you seen?
2: I get like all the feels every day when I talk to people. And then it's just a feeling I've never had because it allows you like you guys both run other companies like you're doing things but this is a it's not a hobby it's a business for you right but now how are you supposed to take this business and truly expand it Mm -hmm. and it's just exactly as you described like what cast magic is doing for you Like That is changing the space. What I keep telling everyone, stop calling yourself a podcaster and start treating yourself as a brand. You think about yourself that way. Business is supposed to be everywhere. The vision of what podcast is has changed. So you now have video, like we're filming here, so it's a video so I can watch it. Listen, if a person wants to go ahead and listen on, on whatever platform of choice. But now with a tool like Cast Magic, you can literally have your social promotion. So if I don't have the time to listen to me right now, great, then I can at least go get a tidbit on your LinkedIn, your Instagram. And I'm not saying just a video cut down, because I'm the kind of person who doesn't have the time to watch, to listen. But if you send me a newsletter and I like the content, you got three minutes of my engagement that way, right? Podcast is now your content engine. Cast Magic is your content media platform and it allows you now to really truly be a brand.
1: So you're really talking about taking the content and and really giving it out in all of its forms, right? Because to your point, some people are going to like video, some people are going to like reading, some people are going to like listening. What you really want to do is get attention to your platform, your brand.
0: Which is why we wanted to call this topic AI and digital content Yes, because even though we're using the word podcast, it really is a 360, a content that you're putting out on audio, video, text for the public. Everyone's a
1: brand now. We haven't initiated him into the AI squad.
0: Oh, yes. To be in the AI squad, you have to have a nickname. Okay, cool. Okay, so we're thinking of some right now. We're going to throw a few out. But if you have your own childhood nickname that you're like, feel attached to, you want to go with that, we can go with that. Yeah. But we can also throw out some names, which we love to
1: do. Okay. Okay, So I'm just going to throw out the first one. Okay, what? Which is like, your name is Greg Wasserman. So I was like, G-Dub
2: yeah i'm have sure you know, i'm sure you, sure okay, you had yeah. that okay yeah. that
1: okay, the most creative t- but no like, but yeah. i love it i felt like it was just it had a little vibe yeah but i
2: haven't heard so some of the nicknames you'll probably throw out like that one i haven't had for years i started my career at yahoo i was young and my managers were like the wasp or g-dub or g-money right like oh, oh my god
0: okay that was our next, I, I, our next one our next one was literally i, I literally right. was about to go what about g-money i haven't heard those <laughs> in like okay, years I guess we need to work on originality here at the ai we'll take it know, cast magic, so I was thinking about like magic man or something like that. I don't know <laughs> if you like that. So
2: one of the roles I'm running right now is our affiliate and referral program. And so when we set it up, co-founder set the email and he's like, all right, we're gonna go with this and he signed it as Greg the Magic Man Wasserman. <gasps> And I'm like, am I no. psychic? I'm oh like, my no. god! Like that? I'm not <laughs> yeah, going with like, that. He's like,
1: he's like, no, no, no. 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 <laughs> Why? Well, because you bring the magic. That's the idea.
2: <laughs> but the thing is, is like you bring the magic. Oh, okay. At the end of the day, we Everybody, have the tool. The, brand. the magic to say, is you. Everybody's
0: bringing the magic. That's the
2: whole point. It's your words. It's your brand. We just give you the tool so that it can go everywhere.
0: Okay. All right. I so he that. already x named magic man. If you had to pick one yeah, G
1: money, pick? which one are you going with?
2: Probably G-Dub, because isn't okay. G-Money a rapper? Think,
1: G-Dub it is. I think we'll go with G-Dub. Okay. G-Dub. All right, Sounds that's good. it. Welcome to the AI squad. <laughs> there you go. And
0: interview's over. No, i <laughs> I was just super curious, since podcasters are technically content creators as mm-hmm. well, I would love to get your thoughts on AI tools and how you feel that's going to impact the future of just content creators and content creation. So
2: it started off as a podcast tool, mm-hmm. but it's expanded to a workspace for all things audio and video. So we have presets for salespeople. So you can literally take your sales call and it's gonna create a breakdown of discovery. I went to Podcast Movement, 500 hours of content that was recorded there. I was on a couple panels. You asked me what A, I said? Couldn't tell you right now. What the other people on the panel said? I don't remember. But what if I could load that into Cast Magic? Literally breaks down like an overview of what was said, the quotes, and everything else. Now conferences are literally able to repurpose that content the panelists can repurpose that, and the attendees now have it. So it lives outside of the box of just that conference. So it's truly expanding well beyond just podcasts. We started there, but it's now you go on speaking tours, or you go to Zoom calls, whatever the case may be. How do we take that and start extracting it? Like I go with my one-on-one coach, we record it, mm-hmm. and then I'll look at like what are the worksheets. He'll create a worksheet based on it. But what I then ended up doing was, We talk about podcasting because that's what I do. And I created a prompt and going like, all right, I'm a course creator. Take these five recordings and now create me a course. So now I'm able to use my content from just a normal conversation To create course content.
0: Would you say that that's the same for all content creators? A TikToker, a YouTuber, you feel like this is the same? This would apply?
2: Completely. We've got, I mean, if you look at the app, we've got the ability to pull in Instagram Reels. You can pull in YouTube videos. So where we're getting the content from is just wherever you want it to be. So why wouldn't you go ahead and take a TikTok video and go, okay, this is a great piece of content, but I want to extract this and turn it into a blog. And so now I've got the ability to take that Content that I thought and, and spent all this time doing, going like, hey, but it's still relevant for for the spoken word in text form. So let me consume that because. I'm not going to spend the time doom scrolling through your TikTok feed, but maybe I'll be like, you know what? This is a great LinkedIn post and I'll follow it that way.
1: So it seems like what you're really saying for the people who are that the digital creators, the podcasters, it's really about thinking about their content, the ability to repurpose it. Yeah, it's like repurpose. Right.
0: repurpose nation. Yeah, basically. it is. It's
1: like repurpose 101. Traditionally, you've thought like you had a podcast. That was the only way you used it. Now you're like, well, let's make video. Let's turn it into a course. Let's do all these different things. What about the people who are listening? They understand Understand that they have to have a digital footprint let's say they are an attorney or a real estate agent right and so they know they have to market themselves but they're not so sure about how to go about it what are your thoughts or what tips would you give them on using tools like this and how they should be approaching it when they don't identify as a content creator
2: for that case it's let's go back to uh, a realtor right you probably have a good understanding of the market you have thoughts and so forth go speak it into the app and go like okay here are my thoughts those thoughts are now going to be created into a LinkedIn post, a, uh, a real whatever it is. So now you actually can become a creator. You can post it. Back to the real estate person who's, who's probably got a blog, they've got a newsletter. Those are usually like their two main funnels of like engagement so forth. Like I always get a newsletter. So where's that newsletter content coming from? They're like, oh, I'm going to go pull something. Well, fine. Now you can go ahead and speak it and it's going to make it for you as opposed to sitting there trying to write it yourself. So I think it's very easy for that. And we go to the podcast side. Like, if you treat yourself as a business, as a realtor, starting a podcasting is just a smart thing to do because now you can start having conversations with anyone. That could potentially be buying your house. And then you can take that content, repurpose it, and just brand it. It's not as fearful as you think with AI, with all the tools that are out there. I think I get asked all the times in terms of what are the fears? What uh, what are the concerns? Like, we've seen the deep fakes. We've seen image and likeness and especially all that stuff. Like, yes, the few will always ruin it. They'll figure out a way to uh, do something that was probably silly, stupid, but wasn't what is intended. There's enough tools out there that truly are productivity. It will take your audio recording, it's your words, and how do we repurpose it for you? Maybe you're like, I know how to be a doctor. Like, yeah, that's a good example. Doctors are always great at what they do from a doctor standpoint, but running a practice, no one actually teaches them how to run a practice. So that's why there's all these tools that are out there to help them actually. Run the practice, so I think that's the same thing with AI and other tools out there. Here's a tool that will help you overcome that fear, level the playing field, as you said, and go from there.
1: For me, my first real taste of AI was when these digital content tools like you know we'll just use chat GPT since that's very popular. I was just like, "What is this chat GPT?" Then I went on the site and I was like. What am I going to ask it? I just started asking it a regular question just to see what it would say. And then you got to play. And I think that your point is really like right on the money. You just have to play and maybe not take it so seriously in the beginning and just ask it a question and just see. And as you play, I think you get your confidence being built on how to use the tools. And I think it demystifies the fear aspect of it all. Are there other tools that you think that people, digital creators, the podcasters, or just like the everyday person should be aware of and, yeah, and maybe go favorites check? Yeah,
0: or standouts? Yeah,
2: I think everyone's got and AI. It's like yes. this plus AI. So everyone started implementing Aeon to it. Uh, what does that actually mean? I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm still playing around with it. Like I'm basic. I use GPT to write my poems.
0: Oh, you write like, poems? So no, why you tell that's
2: us why this? I use GPT. Oh. <laughs> that's the whole point. I, I'm not a wordsmith. Okay, okay so
1: I, he's just giving game for guys right now. want, if you, wanna, if you, hey, like if you it, want a poem. If you need a poem you, for your girl or something, you just be like, roses are red. And like, I don't know what Chat, Let chat G- take G- the rest. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You
2: know, that's literally what I do. Like, for a holiday card or a birthday card, or whatever, like, I'll come up with a poem and I'll write it. Now I can kind of cheat and do that. Chat GPT, write me an eight-line poem. Use the following themes. And like, the themes are like, how I'm feeling, what's going on for that week. But like, you ask me to organize that in an eight-line rhyming poem, ain't happening. Like, yeah. I don't have the word capacity, yellow, on the time, but then I can do it. I'm like, nope, don't like it, redo, mm, that wasn't it, fix the second line. And so, like, it's still just, like, anything with AI, there's a human touch to it. Of course, yes. You have to prompt it, you have to give it the insights. That's the fun part about, like, my job, like, seeing on the back end the prompts that people enter, people. <laughs>
0: We're definitely, I would say, prompt masters at this yes. point. We've used AI tools for years Yeah, now. like over 100. Yeah. Because of that, we've really mastered all the different facets of prompting. And it really just comes down to unique communication and being super clear about what you want. And that will decipher and determine the output that you get, no matter what type of AI tool it is. And so I'm super curious on your end. Like, what, yeah, what are you seeing in, in, in the prompt end?
2: I love that you saw that. Mm-hmm. because most people aren't and I truly believe AI is going to make us better communicators I agree because you actually have to get specific on what your prompt is another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to do's Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: And I tell this analogy all the time, so hopefully I don't get in trouble. But uh, let's say I'm married and and my wife asks me in the morning, like, hey, can you wash the dishes? Uh Come home in the afternoon and the dishes aren't washed she's upset with me and I'm like why is she upset with me what did I do now right like I don't understand this or did you just tell there's a tension in the air I'm like what did I do she's like well I asked you to wash the dishes I'm like but you didn't say when you wanted the dishes washed. You just said wash the dishes. So that meant like whenever I felt like it was comfortable for me <laughs> to do it, I will wash the dishes. Don't worry, honey. I got them.
0: All right. So okay. F- future whoever's married right. to Greg. The yeah. Whoever's married to Greg, be specific when you ask him to do but something that's, around the house. That's
2: the whole thing. We all as humans in relationships, we're all like, I thought this person knew me. So why didn't they do what I thought trying to read each other's minds. So with AI you literally have to prompt and saying like give me this specific act as if you are an academic with a casual tone trying to do x y and z what i see in the back end is write me a blog post write me show notes what are show notes So Cast Magic, we don't actually give you show notes. We give you framework, which you guys see, but everyone does their show notes differently. Right. So if you're like, write me show notes, well, clearly it knows what show notes are because that's a general term. It's like, no, it's not a general term. It's a concept that you get to decide what your show notes look like.
1: Yeah. It's being specific about what you're asking. This is the audience that it's talking to. This is the tone that I want. Garbage in, garbage out. I loved the digital content and AI, because I wanted to create content very quickly. I didn't want to have the excuse of, I don't have time. I'm too tired. Right. But you know, right now, what, what my experience has been is you have to go to multiple platforms and wanted to hear a little bit from you. If you think that we're going to get to a place where we're going to start to see all in one from content creation to posting, it can be all done on one platform. Or do you think social media platforms are going to start pulling in the creation tools?
2: I think the first part of your question, yes, and Has that ever worked? Mm. So if you, if your core competency is X and you decide, well, I'm going to add X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to buy all these companies and stitch them together, Right. How successful has that really been? How many companies have been acquired? And then once they've been acquired, like the acquiring company kind of just doesn't know what to do with it. They the, drop the ball they sometimes, drop the ball. yeah. That's just part of the partnership world. Build by your partner. So you're going to see that. I also know that, what, X just literally changed their API. So you struggle being able to post from a third party in there unless that third party is paying a API licensing. So economics and how things are changing in that regards, people are, are, are looking at things differently. For
1: me, like as a business broker, I mean, you know, M&A is my space. That's actually where I come from. We're already starting to see a lot of like AI companies being bought out by some of the larger tech companies. And there, you know, there is this AI race on like who can come first to market and what they can do. And I think your point, though, about that API, that's very interesting. With X, is that going to discourage third parties? And then is that going to mean that they're just going to bring it in house?
2: I mean from our standpoint, everyone wants us to do something else. Look, we only have X amount of dev resources. Mm-hmm. So it's either we're gonna partner with someone or we'll build it eventually internally. And that's what you're seeing from an acquisition standpoint. Companies are like, All right, you built it, we built this, let's join each other and figure out how we can have these two companies merge. That becomes a hard part. Like merging two companies in text Forget culture, but just the different tech stacks and going like, does this make sense? On an M&A side, like I have to imagine that's a conversation that's hopefully being happened, but often doesn't get happened. Yes,
1: they're usually looking at the product and the customers and the financials and, you know – is there a lot of auditing that's happening about on the tech side? Not really. It's, I mean, a little bit, but a lot of the times it's sort of like we're going to make it work because there's the, the bigger benefit of having the access to that tech or those customers is usually enough to make people maybe force the puzzle piece to fit. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I think this is a good part for us since we're on this topic is to play a little game. Oh, Ooh. yes. Oh, yes. You we know, do.
0: we have this ongoing question. We're very that we're curious serious. to see where... Where everyone stands, especially folks who are in the AI space. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, serious okay. space. Okay,
0: R-I-G-Dub. Is it
1: data or is it data?
2: Now no. that you say that, if you would have gone like, how how do you pronounce D-A-T-A, I've been going like, oh, that's data. But then in a sentence, I'm like, I don't know, what's your data? Yeah, no. Trust is the new gold and data used to be The form of currency. Yeah, so it's data.
0: Wow. I dig it. I dig it because I say data too. Okay, I wonder if that's because he's from Chi-Town. I wonder (laughs) if it's because (laughs) you're from Chi-Town because I'll
1: tell you, we have this joke that people who are from outside the United States say Data. The West Coasters yeah, say yeah. data. Yeah, I switch it up depending on the
0: phrasing, right? Because if I'm just using the word data, I'll say data. But then if I'm if I'm thinking about adding the word science to it, then I'll say data science.
2: Data science. Data or, science.
0: Or data mining. Yeah, well,
1: I just love how he's like, well, if you had told me what does data sound like, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe we need to start that. yeah, pronounce data. Yeah, people are going to be like. Data? <laughs> data? Yeah. Okay. So there right. it is. So it's data.
2: It's like doing caramel or caramel, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or gif and gif. GIF and GIF, oh, yeah. It's a GIF. You, it's a GIF. G- okay. Oh, well, all right. All right.
2: <laughs> it's a GIF. No, it's a GIF. Yeah. Is it I don't a GIF know. or a GIF? So now I'm gonna have to go home. Gonna <laughs> s- record oh my myself.
1: Cast Magic. <laughs> no,
2: not Ask Cast Magic. I'm gonna record myself and go like, all right, play back. I'm like Oh, that's how I pronounced it. There you go.
1: <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah. see how the natural order of it comes out. There you go. For sure. I did want to just ask a quick question about, you know, we're talking a lot about AI and, and, and digital content. Do you think that there is a balance that content creators need to be aware of in terms of using AI? Is there a perfect sauce? Or do you feel like because there's a human, you know, leading the AI, it, it doesn't really matter?
2: You used a word that we as humans shouldn't even try to think about perfect something. Like, is there a perfect anything, right? Like, no. So I think it's totally within your realm of comfort back to, I see people literally taking the output we give them and going, this is good enough. I'm content. I don't have the time to do anything else. I'll go with it. So tell everyone it's AI, still massage it a little bit. Like not only with your prompt that you're putting in, but also edit it a little bit for the context that you may want. So it's going to save you the time for the creation, but it's still going to do Uh, give you a lot more than what you had, and then you've put a little extra time in putting it in.
0: Frankly, that's what we do with our podcast. We use AI to help generate questions, but we also have questions that were generated by humans. Um, We have AI that is generating images, but then we also have other... Images that are coming from are um, you know social media people taking pictures f- for us. We have a blend of everything. You're, it's a
1: partnership with AI. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is a partnership <laughs> with AI. So I, I, I hear your point and I agree that for those that are leaning more on AI than others that there is a level of authenticity and and connectivity that comes across if you personalize it a little bit more to your brand or your personality or your mission so on that note thank you thank you so much Greg I feel like we can touch on so much more stuff but um, we're at time but it was so great to have you so great for all your insight and your gems on podcasting and digital content and communication
2: and feelings there we go yeah and emotions emotions, there we go
0: relationships and everything else in between. I hope that you really enjoyed this one. Continue to follow us, subscribe, tune in. And grab the merch. Yes, of course. Get the merch. All right, you guys. Take care. Bye. Listen to the AI Chicks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Video episodes
1: are available on Patreon. And check out our socials at the AI Chicks.